Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I want to piss off Memphis fans. Not on purpose. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't think Jordan Poole is a dirty player. Moran has come up limping here. Rubbing his right knee. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I haven't seen a single play where I thought that guy's a dirty player at all. Today's guests, Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer Rick Stroud. ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis. Longtime Boston Globe columnist Bob Ryan. Plus ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Can confirm, as sources say, right here on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. Uh, we're also saying hello to our terrestrial radio audience listeners on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network from coast to coast. Hey to the audience uh, out there on the Odyssey app, coast to coast, listening to us live. And we always appreciate anybody who downloads our podcast and listen to it. You can call us at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The Cumulus Podcast Network is where you can get our podcast. And then, of course, there's the old YouTube page in case you miss anything. And there's lots to discuss on this program. We've got four guests on this program, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Normally, I go around the horn from left to right, but I'll say hello to you first, TJ Jefferson. How are you? Oh, well, you said sources say we're sources. You are Rich Eisen. Uh, you can and, confirm. And you can, can confirm. confirm. You can yes. confirm. Good to see so you. The candle's up, already lit. Yeah. Uh, DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts with glasses <laughs> yes. on today. He Look showed up him. fully shaved uh, yesterday, and now he's got glasses on. I don't know what the oh, hell is happening. And then uh, Chris Brockman is off today, and uh, sitting in his chair uh, is my outstanding, lovely wife, Susie Schuster, with us here today. How are you, Susie? Good to see you. Well, hi, honey. Haven't seen you for a good hour and a good half. Good hour and a half. That is correct. <laughs> you now, got better uh, half, Rich. Now, this is great um, uh, for many reasons, um, <laughs> although I don't know if uh, Brockman uh, might agree, because the last time this happened, Brockman had a baby. This is true. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know, last time Brockman and Sarah, that was the last time you, you sat in in well, this I've chair, Well, I've got some right? breaking news. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey. Well, hey now. Sarah um, may not even know. Okay, That's very good. Uh, Rich, you talk about Brockman getting Wally pipped by me yesterday when I said, nah, he, yeah. this is actually... Yeah. Uh, this is going to be great. He this should is, be worried about this. We've yeah. got a fun three-hour show in store. He should be worried because I make a lot less money than he does. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> she she is definitely a, a more... Oh, she's doing it on the arm, as uh, they say back uh, then. No, I would say economically savvy maneuver. <laughs> um, so, uh, as I mentioned, lots to talk about on this program. Uh, two NBA games last night. We so close, so very close to having all four conference semifinals series 
be tied at two games. be so close to getting four different best-of-three series remaining to see who can be the final four in this tournament for the NBA championship. And, the man, the Grizzlies did their best last night to just come up and try that one out. Um, but uh, unfortunately for them, um, Jordan Poole and Steph Curry shoot free throws very well, and that's the way it all came down towards the end of that game, and we'll discuss that on this program. And then Al Horford, uh, who knew that uh, we would be discussing Al Horford in the same breath as John Havlicek today, but we are, <laughs> as Horford is the uh, first 30-something to come up with 35 or older player, actually, for the Celtics to come up with a 30-point game in the playoffs. Uh, since John Havlicek did it back in 1977 in an Eastern Conference semifinal series, just like Horford did last night, coming up with a 16.6 for six from the field, including two three-pointers, fourth quarter for the Celtics, who dropped a 43-point fourth quarter on the defending NBA champs to tie that series up at two games apiece. So how about, you know, we knew Tatum could come up with the 30-piece. But how about Al Horford doing that? Um, and uh, I, I guess one person uh, uh, who can see through all that uh, is his wife. Um, I don't know if anybody saw this. Did you see the Her tweet? I don't. Did you see Al Horford's wife tweet? Anna Horford tweeting out the moment that Giannis said something in the direction of Horford after dunking on him. This is where the Bucks effed up. <laughs> I know that look. He was pissed. Do I have a pissed look, Suze? Do I have a pissed look? You have a pissed look. I yeah. think we've all seen the pissed look. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes okay. when I talk too much and the camera cuts to you. No, that's not you, true. You that's, that, by the that way, look. that's false. These are false. These are falsehoods. Is that you? You talking too long? Is the is is the Rich Eisen show version of Giannis dunking and staring and saying something at uh, at Al Horford? Is that nah, what you're I can't even compare that. Well, at any rate, the Celtics tied that one up, um, and uh, we'll discuss this with Bob Ryan when he joins us later on. Even though his new book. Longtime Boston Globe and uh, ESPN pundit. Uh, he's got a new book called In Scoring Position about uh, his 40 years of a baseball love affair. I grew up reading him. The same people were at the Boston Globe when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. He's been gone for a little bit, but Bob Ryan, Dan Shaughnessy. Gammons. Gammons, McDonough. Yeah, all of them. Leslie and Visser. Leslie Visser, obviously. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that, that was the candy shop of sports journalism. So he will be joining us in the uh, middle of our number two after Jay Billis joins us because there was some news breaking um, uh, yesterday on the NCAA trying to tidy up the name, image, and likeness palooza that's going on in college football. Um, and uh, we, we had Nick Saban on and Mac Brown on and so many other coaches. Lane Kiffin came on, Jimbo Fisher. We've had, we had them all on leading up to the draft. And they were all um, talking about, because uh, I asked them, each and every one of them, <laughs> about the name, image, and likeness rules in, in college football and how they're a little bit out of control and they want to tighten it up. As uh, Dabo Swinney said, that the uh, sport was coming uh, to a head and they needed to blow it up. So um, basically, we'll, we'll talk with Jay Billis about this subject matter, as well as the NBA playoffs with the NBA draft right around the corner. That's hour number two. And then we've got some football guests uh, on the docket. Because, um, you know, very rarely do I lead the show or have any conversation on this show based on the earnings call of the Fox News Corporation. <laughs> the real-life succession corporation. 
out there. This is kind of like, you know, Kendall Roy making an announcement today that involves the sports world. But that's what happened today. Lachlan Murdoch on the Fox Corporation earnings call dropped a major piece of information that sends ripple effects through the sports world. That they have hired a new analyst for their lead football broadcast. As we all know, the Buck Aikman team that had been together for so long, so long that they were together um, at the second Super Bowl that NFL Network ever covered. It was the first one that Joe had ever called for Fox with Troy Aikman and Collinsworth in a three-man booth back in the day when the Patriots and uh, Tom Brady beat the Eagles in Jacksonville, Florida, still the last team to go back-to-back in the NFL. That's how long Buck and Aikman were together. Now they're together at the worldwide leader in sports, getting ready to call Monday Night Football. So who could replace them? It looked like it was going to be Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. You talk about stepping into a catbird seat. Greg Olson retires. He has a year of calling games at Fox. He's terrific at it. Looked like he was going to be calling games with Burkhart for a long time. Well, <laughs> that's not the case because they have hired a new analyst when he's done playing football to go into the booth and be the lead football analyst for the NFL on Fox. And his name happens to be, let me, hold on. Ooh, ooh, well, there it is, I wrote ooh. it down. Tom Brady, that's the guy. Oh. Tom Brady, and you could knock me over with a feather because I did not think Brady would ever do this, want to do it, endeavor it, and then make the announcement before he's even retired to say he wants to do games or he will do games. I thought that Brady, once he would hang him up, would just want to run a team, not talk about teams, that he would want to be in ownership, that he would take the Jeter route, right? And we saw Peyton Manning, who has been also a very sought-after voice for analysis in a booth for NFL games. You see what he's done. He basically said, I'll call games but I'll do it with my brother, with my own production company, basically, you know, riding sidecar with an actual broadcast. I won't pay for the rights, but you'll pay me for the right to have me talk about the NFL games that you have on your air. That was a very fascinating way to call games, but you also own your property, the intellectual property. You own the production company. You own the show, for which Eli has been nominated along with his YouTube page as one of the more, I guess, in that new Emmy category for emerging voices and talent. And Peyton got nominated as well. That would be the way I thought Brady might go. But obviously Peyton has staked his claim there. Or Brady would just get into business. He's going in the booth for Fox. And I I did not see that coming. I'm shocked about it. Yeah. Now... I think the reason why he's doing it uh, is twofold. One is he wants to stay involved in the game. Wants to stay involved in the game. Wants to still be at stadiums. Uh, as you know, Suze, um, there are production meetings before games that the broadcasters take part in uh, where they meet with the coaches and the quarterbacks. I 
can only hope that when Brady does retire, the first game on Fox is at New England. <laughs> where, where he's in the booth there in New England, and he has a production meeting with Belichick and Matt Jones. I would, I, they should televise that one. Do you think Belichick will keep him waiting? <laughs> That's Just, what I want to know. Uh, know. Also, again, he's traveling now Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every week. For how, about 20-some-odd weeks or so. How does Giselle feel about that? Well, I guess he still wants to be involved in the game. And she'll be cool with it. And isn't this better than actually running a team? He or, can at least take time off. Or, this, and, and right? then the other reason why he might be so inclined to do it, I cannot imagine the price tag for that. I, I cannot imagine how much bag they are putting on the table. I would have proffered to say... All of the years that Brady took the hometown discount in New England, all of the the money he left on the table has been made up by the Murdoch family. That uh, that I I, I know there were the details aren't coming out yet. It's just the first blush day for it. I would bet Brady's production company that you know he has created that Tom versus time versus Tom and Tom versus time or whatever that name of that initial broadcast and then his man in the arena and all the other documentaries that he did for the audience network, which we pour one out for every single day here uh, uh, on the Rich Eisen show that gave birth to this program. Uh, the 80 for Brady movie that's apparently he's, he's doing and shooting right now with Lily Tomlin and Rita Moreno and the rest of them and um, put it all together. I bet you they made a production deal for that with him. I, I mean, I'm, the number I'm thinking might be a multiple of 12. Uh, that's the number I'm thinking. And I, 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 I'm thinking 36. That's what I'm thinking. A year. Because why else would Tom do something like this? This is a grunt. As you point out, Susie's going to be on the road. You get on the road. Uh, he, the, the, there may be an exception. where With Zoom, you can Zoom on a Friday. But he might want to do practice. Obviously, he has a certain regimen. Um, another thing, too, I would, you know, counsel Tom. Now that he's making this decision, now that he's entering my lane for maybe the first time ever, um, I will say this, Tom, there's, there's no avocado uh, uh, in any of the craft services that I've ever seen at a game, ever. There's not. There's no craft services, and you got to be careful, man. You know, those commercial breaks, you're hungry, you run out, is he going to bring his own food? Probably he's going to do that. I would definitely think that that's coming. Don't you think Tom's going to have some sort of a TB12 system? <laughs> like Burkhart, Burkhart is going to have to get on the TB12 system. I mean, the producer's going to have to get on the TB12 system. Alex Guerrero might be on the sideline making sure that the sideline report is all properly stretched out, right? That's what I'm thinking. You know, you know make sure that everybody's not cramping up on the sideline. It's coming for Fox. That's the way I'm thinking. And I just, like I said, I can't believe... Tom Brady is entering the media world. He's excited, but a lot of unfinished business on the field with the Buccaneers because, again, it's when he's going to retire, whenever that is going to be. To me, this sounds like he's going to stay this year and then next year is the wild card. Next year is the wild card because Fox has the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) I mean, could you imagine what we're talking about in terms of promotion if Fox has the Super Bowl this year and Brady is in it and he retires and he basically says to, I would imagine, Aaron Andrews on the sideline, 
hey, I'm I'm now going to be part of this broadcast team. And then the confetti comes down and he makes that announcement. And that's another reason why I'm sure Fox spent a ton of money on it is because Fox now will own, if you will, his Hall of Fame weekend. Because I imagine this is going to be a long-term deal. And when he goes into the Hall of Fame, Fox is going to have Tom Brady. And can you imagine again Tom Brady in a booth with all due respect to everybody that's called it the Super Bowl? Who better to say when I played in this game, when I was in this moment, when I was a kid, when I was in it and I lost, when I was in it and I lost the same opponent again, when I was in it and I won it a second time, when I was in it and won it back-to-back times. You know how tough that is, folks? When I was in it and I won it three out of the first four times. Do you know how tough that is, folks? And then I didn't didn't win it for a long time, but then it came back. Do you know how tough it is to be a 40-year-old in a game like this? Do you know how tough it is for Tech? I mean, there isn't a single scenario under which Tom Brady will not have a unique GOAT inside. That's why he's going to make the bag that he probably got on the table from Fox Corp. And I don't know, he, he, he might look around and just, you know, look at Hannity and Tucker and say, try and make how much I make. Uh, honestly, I, I, he's probably the making the most money of anybody in that organization. I would, I would guess because he has so many other options and there's nobody that can walk in that booth in the, that game, in the championship game. You know, when I played in this game for 12 straight years, <laughs> not the NFC championship game, obviously the AFC championship game, but who, who has the perspective he's going to bring to the table? Absolutely nobody. That's why he's, I mean, I'm stunned he's doing it. And um, I, I mean, does, is, is it a package deal with Jim Gray? I don't know if Jim's coming. I have no idea what's coming from Tom. But congratulations to Fox to land the biggest whale in this space before he's retired. And once he's retired, to have the most unique voice you can ever have in the booth for a big game, period, any sport, at any time. Nobody with the resume of Tom Brady has stepped into a booth like he's going to and provide that perspective. And then, of course, congratulations to Eric Shanks uh, of Fox for um, landing um, not one, but both Michigan Goats, Charles Woodson and Tom Brady. I'm sure there's these nice seats there at uh, the big house whenever you damn well please. He's just collecting them all. I mean, Desmond's probably looking around with his agent saying, do they need another one right there? That's the only one that's missing. So I, I'm stunned. So let's talk about it with not just um, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. He's about to join us because I want to know what does this mean for Brady's 2023 possibility in Tampa? And this plays into so much that was going on about his retirement and unretirement, and then what this means for another retirement. And then I guess we'll speak to the guy who initially retired Tom Brady and Jeff Darlington of ESPN. There's two people that have unretired Tom, retired Tom Brady, uh, Jeff Darlington and Lachlan Murdoch. Who knew that they would be in the same group? But there you have it. Bob Ryan, Jeff Darlington, Jay Billis, Rick Stroud when we come back, and then TJ Jefferson. Uh, DJ Mikey D and my lovely wife Susie Schuster sitting in for 
Chris Brockman. Um, and then there's you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Tom Brady is part of the paparazzi. Not yet. We'll find out when that might be from a guy who's been covering Brady ever since he moved to Florida. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, and we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio outfit. Susie sitting in for Brockman, who we uh, send our best to, uh, even though we just uh, slagged on his workspace with him not being here. TJ Jefferson, DJ Mikey D. And then there's you at 844-204-RICH. Give a call here on the program. With the, the Tom Brady news today that he's joining the paparazzi and the Fox, the NFL on Fox, number one game booth with Kevin Burkhart whenever he's done playing. Based on that news, of course, uh, we had to call up this man from the Tampa Bay Times to come back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Rick Stroud. How are you doing, Rick? I'm doing well, Rich. Has anybody told Greg Olson about this development yet? Uh, well, um, I just did, <laughs> I think. But, hey, man, you know, obviously uh, Brady uh, can do whatever he darn well pleases. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's got many options in front of him. I'm sure the minute that he initially announced his retirement, people were coming out uh, right after him, and I'm sure Fox was calling him the minute that happened. Um, yeah. So... Uh, you know that, and that's the conversation. I think is that the minute that Aikman uh, was leaving for either Amazon or ESPN, they were talking about that with Brady. Mm-hmm. So, does this surprise you, Brady's choice, Rick? Um, well, no. I mean, nothing he does surprises me, and I think he'll be great at it. I mean, we talked to you know his quarterbacks coach today, Clyde Christensen, said you know if he told me he was going to be a plumber, I tell you he's going to be one of the best plumbers there ever existed. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of who he is. Um, you know, we don't know when, obviously, uh, it's sooner than later. I mean, you know, when he retired, Richie talked a lot about his family, about, you know, knowing he needs to be at home more. I mean, I don't know, you do this job. It, it seems to me like, uh, there's some work involved here. Um, and, and he wants to be good at it, which means, you know, I don't, I don't know that he's going to be, you know, watching a lot of film or anything Monday through Thursday, but, um, you know, if, how many games he does and, and being gone 17, 18, 20 weekends a year. I mean, I just, I don't know. That's a little surprising to me in a, in a sense. Um, but listen, uh, nobody knows the game better than Tom Brady. And I think, I think the difficulty for him will be, you know, can you, can you keep him from just saying, this guy sucks <laughs> quarterback, man. Like I could do better than that. Maybe I should get down there and play a little bit more. So, um, but I, but I think he's going to be, you know, great. And, and, and again, I don't know. I don't know when the end, I mean, we're nearer to it than ever. Uh, he, he quit once. Um, but is it next year? Is it is he going to play another year? Some other team? Like, 
that's those are the questions we don't know. But I'm I'm sure Fox may have gotten some indication. I'm just I, you know he hasn't told us. So um, let's try and pinpoint what that might be. Um, and the way that we can pinpoint it is his contract. Um, what is yeah. the latest on that? Is was, was there any maneuvering that was done to sign people? Was there any uh, attempt to get him uh, on the dotted line past 2022? What's the scoop on all of that, Rick? Well, I mean, I you know, he um, he looked around. I, I think he was looking at, you know, things he might do. Um, the Bucks made it clear, and I think the Bucks have always had good communication with him, but even going back as far as the combine, you know, Bruce Arians uh, at that time when he was the head coach was sort of adamant about, you know, we're not trading his rights. I mean, they're going to put they put him on. We're going to put him on the retired list, <clears throat> and, and somebody would have to to trade for those. And they said, well, would you trade him? He said, yeah, for five number ones. And I think the Bucks kind of played it a little hardball there, you know, with him. Um, and, and I don't know that Brady ever asked to to have those rights traded or anything like that. But um, you know, it got to the start of free agency. They kept the lines open. And he realized that um, for whatever reason, whatever he was looking at at that time, whether it was broadcasting or joining the Miami Dolphins, as we have read, as uh, the minority owner or whatever, he just decided that his best option was to play. And if he was going to play, he needed to let the Bucks know so they could retain most or all of their, their free agents. And, and so he did on the eve of the start of free agency and got all his guys back. But they would love to have him here for more years. I don't think he's interested in that. I think you know, gone through that experience last year uh, for whatever reason. I think he, he wants the ability to look around if he's going to play again. Um, they would certainly always want him back, but it really hasn't been talked about in terms of, hey, would you like to add another year or two here? Um, I think he wants to be a free agent the way he became one in New England, and we'll see. He's going to be 45 years old. Um, I, they think they have a good shot at another run at a Super Bowl, and that's what Tom Brady does. So maybe he walks out you know, with the confetti on his head this time, Rich, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, certainly if the Super Bowl is on Fox, right? Like, so if he, <laughs> I'm serious, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, so his future broadcasting home is broadcasting a Super Bowl that he's just won for the eighth time at age 44. I mean, wow. at, at what point would you have a, a, a more perfect walk-off? <laughs> you know, I mean, so yeah. that's that that would be, in my mind, uh, a clincher that he would be in the booth next to Kevin Burkhart for 2023. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, his options, what is your reporting on what he thought about with the Dolphins? I know you were saying that whatever he was looking at when I was asking yeah. about his contract, what was he, what was he looking at? And, and, and why was he looking at anything other than the, the Buccaneers based on your, your reporting, Greg? Well, I'll, I don't know exactly. Um, I, I will tell you what I do know is that, you know, this idea that him and Bruce Arians had soured on each other, I don't think is true. Um, I don't think he ordered the code red, so to speak, on Arians. Um, he, you know, it would be sort of sociopathic to come to the guy's, you know, execution uh, when he stood up there and handed the baton to Todd Bowles. Now, you know, would Brady have suggested while he was mulling over whether he wanted to play or not um and it had to be tampa bay you know hey i'd like to do this this and this and and maybe knowing that that wasn't what arians wanted to do i I do think and i wrote about this there's a a much better um you know sort of feeling maybe 
for Brady or comfortability, if you will, under a guy like Todd Bowles. And people forget, even though Todd Bowles played for Bruce Arians and coached for him, he's really kind of under the Bill Parcells tree. You know, he went to Dallas, learned the 3-4 there. Parcells brought him in Miami under Tony Sperano. Um, they kind of think alike. He's very hands-on. Bruce has not been. Uh, he's still going to call the defense, but he's also going to be in some of the offensive and quarterback meeting rooms at times. Um, he's not going to get in the way of that. But I think they see the game similarly. I think they you know, want to play complementary football. If you got to run it 40 times, you run it 40 times. You'll see more of that, I think. And um, So, you know, again, I, you know, that tells me um, that Brady would have been in the Bucks' year about certain things. Um, maybe even the ascension to Todd Bowles. You know, Arians got what he wanted, which was his guys, the head coach, and he's still in the front office. I think everybody's happy. Hell, he's going in the ring of honor for whatever that's worth. And and so, you know, whether he looked at another team, and certainly Mike Florio and others think, think that he did, we know that they did ask to talk to Sean Payton with the New Orleans Saints, but why wouldn't you, right? Because that's one of the best coaches of all time. Um, it didn't happen. Whatever his plans were there, didn't happen. We know one of his forever homes is in Miami, so that all kind of makes sense. Um, but no one's ever said anything um, definitively about that on the record, and, and I just feel like he realized that if he was going to play, whatever he had been looking at, even broadcasting, um, that his best opportunity, and his, maybe his only because the Bucks made it clear they weren't trading his rights, was back in Tampa, and he has a good football team in a, in a, in a division they can win, um, and he can get right back, and, and he calls it unfinished business against the Rams, so we'll see. But um, I haven't been able to confirm, you know, all that other stuff, his plans of playing for the Dolphins and things like that. Uh, that hasn't been confirmed to me yet. Well, I guess maybe Rick Stroud here at the Tampa Bay Times here on the Rich Eisen Show, I guess maybe if he does have an interest in joining uh, ownership, um, and, and he could still do that as a broadcaster sure. for Fox. I'm sure Fox mm-hmm. wouldn't stand in his way of being a broadcaster. I mean, Dwayne Wade has a piece of the Utah Jazz, and we see him – on Turner every now and then, and I'm not sitting there thinking this man doesn't have any opinions that I'm, yeah. I'm uninterested in because he's a part owner of a team, and Tom Brady can be able to parse all that stuff out. I'm also just wondering because you know the the idea that he'd want to continue playing and then play for somebody other than the Bucks. Uh, who would that be? Because Miami might be it because they're they're loaded, right? And and they if he does want to join the ownership of that team, maybe that would be it. But why why would it be an open-ended question of him going somewhere else to play another year if that's what he wants to do before broadcasting, in your thought, Rick? Um, why would it be open-ended? I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, it makes sense from the standpoint of that's where he's going to live. And, you know, uh, I don't think he wants to move his family, you know, very far again. I think he enjoys being on the East Coast, certainly because, you know, his son is in New York. It's it's a quicker access uh, from that standpoint. And, um, you know, look, he's a Florida man now, Rich. Um, you know, you get down here in the palm trees and you walk out in January, it's 80, 80 degrees. And, and he has a habit of coming out and saying, hey, best day ever. One top 10 day, right? Top 10 day here. I mean, he, he enjoys where he lives. And um, like I said, I mean, we, we know uh, they're planning to, to, to live in Miami for some time. Giselle obviously travels and, and there's access to a lot of international airports down there. Not that they need one, but um, I think it just all makes sense, right? That his next move is going to be a place that he wants to live and work. Um, and he's not going to go on the tour and, you know, 
similar to you know sort of what he did, you know, probing the globe as to you know to find out where he was going to go after the Patriots. I don't think it'll be that situation. We know he's got relationships with Stephen Ross and other minority owners with that team. So like all of that adds up. Except Tom Brady is unpredictable. He doesn't share a lot of information with people, except in his circle. He keeps it very tight. Um, we've all tried to ask. A lot of people are closer to that than I am, unfortunately. But I, um, I know that uh, I know he's enjoyed playing here, living here, uh, and if he wants to play another year for a third NFL team, who who would say no to him? Although apparently some people said no to him the last time. I, I mean, it would be a team. I, yeah, and 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 we heard him on LeBron's show, The Shop, talk about the MFR <laughs> that he couldn't believe that they were sticking with over him, right? And. And obviously yeah. Miami would give him an opportunity to go uh, up to New England one last time. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it, and have them in his house where he knows personally yeah. it's tough for the New England Patriots to win. Uh, that, 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 that might be a, a scenario. I've got Rick Stroud here on the Rich Eisen Show. But for the, the succession plan, this does give, uh, I guess, the Bucks uh, another uh, year of a runway for it. I remember you came on this show uh, first blush uh, after Brady's retirement and you had kind of set the world on fire by talking about uh, the obvious, which is who's on the roster. Blaine Gabbert's the guy, right? <laughs> and everyone was well, like, yeah. what are you talking about? They're not going to do that. Now they have Brady. Uh, an interesting conversation today because um, you there was a press conference with Byron Lefwich and yep. you were there. What's the scoop with Kyle Trask? How, how, how does a guy's second-round choice last year now have to be in a competition to be the backup? What's up, the, what's up with that? Well, he's, he's not in competition to be the backup. I mean, they say anything can happen, I guess, you know, in football. But um, really, uh, his quarterback's coach came out here afterwards after Byron and said, no, I don't see that. I see him, you know, Blaine, Blaine's one of the better backups in the NFL. He's going to be our number two. And Kyle's got another – another year to grow and develop and I don't I don't think there's a bad thing about him learning another year under Tom Brady blah 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 well I think Kyle Trask might have a different opinion to that for sure um, he wants to get on the field they don't know what they have and nobody will know what they have until or unless there's a time when he does play and I don't mean preseason or scrimmages or any of that stuff um, and and yet Kyle Trask's history from high school backing up the Eric King to you know Felipe Franks at the University of Florida has been this is what he does. He comes on, he's a backup, he develops, and then when he gets his chance, he knocks it out of the park. And it's got to be incredibly frustrating for him because I'm telling you, Blaine Gabbert and him were going to compete for the starting job. Gabbert might have gotten the first bite of the apple, but Trask was going to get a chance to play. And they would have won five or six games, Rich. <laughs> that, was, that was the way it was going to go. Right. Um, but I think he might have preferred playing to not playing. So. He's got to find a way to swallow that and, and continue to get better and have a good attitude about it. And, um, you know, you, you look around the league and you see a lot of quarterbacks that go to bad teams and they have to play right away. Um, this team retained a lot of the free agents that will be here beyond Brady if he plays more than just one season. And he's going to have a good football team to play for and a bunch of guys he's familiar with and an offense that he knows very well. So, um, we don't know the end of the story, but right now it probably sucks for Kyle Trask. What about the idea of Baker Mayfield? Is there any possibility on this green football earth where crazy things happen, like goats retire and then come back and then say that they're going to retire to be in the Fox booth? I mean, so yeah. what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I've seen a lot of crazy things, as you mentioned, right here uh, in Tampa. Um, I have not heard you know Baker being uh, one of those 
and exploratory deals. Like when they were looking for a quarterback to replace, um, you know, Tom Brady, they did work on Baker. And I don't think they dislike him um, as a quarterback. In fact, I know, you know, former coach here, Todd Munkin, that was the offensive coordinator, went to Cleveland one year and loves the guy. And I respect Tom as much, or Todd as much as anybody. So, you know, I, um, you're always looking. Uh, you're, you're always, you always have a list. He was on that list. Uh, so was Deshaun Watson, which was a no-go for ownership, apparently. Um, so that wasn't going to happen. So I really do believe they ended up with Blaine and then Kyle. And then, you know, they, they might have been in those discussions if it had gone that way. But right now, the room is kind of full uh, with the four guys they got. And um, I don't think they're looking to add anybody else. But uh, in this business, Rich, you know, nothing surprises you. But right now, I think they're set. And what's the scoop with Gronk before I let you go, Rick? What, what, why is he playing uh, coy, cat, mouse, um, you know, or, or is he really thinking that he's not going to ride it out with Tom? Well, he, he left Tom once, you know, and he came back and, and, and they did have a good ride together um, in a Super Bowl and on a boat parade. And, you know, then last year he went out and he got busted up again, Rich, and he was reminded why he quit the first time. You know, he broke four ribs, he punctured a lung, came back and played his ass off, played really well. Um, but he was set to, re- I believe he was set to retire because Tom had retired. It's a good time to go out. Um, you know, he's put the keys on the table and picked them up once before, but mentally, you know, where was he? And, um, he's always going to keep himself in shape. Hell, he can walk around and, and look like he's in shape, even if he's not, cause he's Gronk. Right. And, um, but I, but I think, I think he's enjoying his parties at the beach in Las Vegas. I think he's, you know, doing the, it's the summer of Gronk, Rich. That's that's what you can't interrupt the summer of Gronk. And he doesn't like OTAs. He wasn't coming to those. He doesn't have to come to the mandatory mini camp. All he has to do is say, "I want to play," and and be here for training camp. And they'll they'll take him back with open arms. He knows that. Uh, I don't think he's going to play anywhere else. So my guess is he will play, and he'll play here. But you know, I I didn't have the 19 surgeries that he's had. And I don't know what opportunities are out there beyond football. He's got a beautiful girlfriend or fiance or wife, uh, whatever. And, and I, I, I do think that he's smart as hell and could do a lot in business. So it's really up to him. And I think he's, I think he's trying to, you know, enjoy his life and make sure what he feels like come August, if he gets the itch, he can play. And if he doesn't, he'll stay out. Rick, you're the man. Really appreciate the time. Look for my call again. You never know. <laughs> I look forward to it, Rich, every time. Thanks, man. Right back at you. At NFL Stroud on Twitter. I follow him. You should, too. Rick Stroud with the latest. Uh, In the midst of that conversation, Mike Hoskins, our major domo, got in my ear with the figures that have been reported as to what Tom Brady's contract is with Fox. (laughs) And the numbers are stupid. Yeah, makes sense. Let's take a break. We'll hit that before setting up shop with Jay Billis and more. I'm here with TJ Jefferson, DJ Mikey, D is in D's nuts, <laughs> and Susie Schuster sitting in for Brockman. You join us too, 844-204-RICH. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences 
each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we're going over uh, uh, Mike Del Tufo's uh, glasses that I've never seen him wear. But I just got, they're actually new in their prescription, and my God, close up, they work from one to four feet. They're amazing. It's changed my life. Welcome to the 21st century. Or maybe, maybe, maybe the 1800s. I don't I went. No, Ben Frank. Ben Franklin wore bifocals for crying I went out loud. Years like, fighting this. I fought hey, this. Like Geppetto no. over there. Like, what's how, like? I mean, when amazing. did you? You're probably going to be so much better at your job than you already. I'm, I'm thinking about all the Emmys you've won, not being able to see. Now that you, how many got, more Emmys can you win now that you can see? I mean, I'm thinking there's like, I got, the boards. I'm like Brady. I could go on to be uh, 60 and still be doing this. That's what I'd say. I didn't know. I, I never now. noticed that button over there, says the it's audio a, executive. It, it, I never realized <laughs> right? why, like, Susie would wear them and she would be up there with you do it. Now I'm like, yeah. how did I not do this like years ago? And those are thick. Those are like kaleidoscope over there. Those are not little, like, he's little well, thin they're, lenses. They're, they're thick because they're for one to four feet. Oh, my feet. God. So they add a little depth for me. I'm telling you, it looks so much Do you much need better. your red stapler? You guys are lucky to be alive. I mean. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean. By the way, that's the one aspect of the Brady signing that, you know, only this show can really discuss is. Compensation. What are the, what are the, odd, what are the odds that you're now going to be miking up Tom Brady for something? No, there's Mike no the, question I'll be mixing him for something. A hundred percent. Well, there's a question. He's going to come over on my show on the kickoff. He'll definitely. What show? Yeah, the, which the show? pre-pre-show. Brady's having no part of the pre-pre-show. I'll bet a thousand dollars. Maybe, I'll maybe, put, I'll bet maybe, a, maybe one, one time. Maybe one time, just to He's say totally, hi. We get Strahan every week. We get them all. We're, we're gonna get him. Here's the deal, though, right? Brady. We'll by the time he retires in like 2030, and I put this on Twitter, what's media going to look like anyway? He's he probably just going to be a hologram that gets way, beamed into people's over liberals. under one year. By the way. Romo hardly does a damn thing he doesn't want to do for CBS. There's no chance he's doing the pre-pre-pre-show. Uh, I mean, uh, Brady Brady won't be able to do the pre-pre-show. Over under, over under, t- over under amount of times Brady appears on the show you're talking about. One and a half, I'll take the under. Okay, the only possible, he can't, there's no way for him to be in studio because he's got to be on the road. Oh, so, but you're going to mix him though, right? You're going to make oh, sure Brady's sweet timber resonates? Oh, no, 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 he'll be a remote into the show. I'll definitely... I'll be TB, my, I'll be your, my guy now. I don't know. TB, my boy. Bra- Brady might go, hey, Kevin, you want to do this one for me? <laughs> <He'll> <laughs> Burkhart's a Jersey it. guy. He, me and him get along well. So me although, and KB. Although, although Fox has put some bag on the table. Uh-oh. Andrew Marshawn, who knows this sort of stuff from the New York Post, has reported what he, he, he hears the contract is in terms of length and dollars. Now, what do I say at the very beginning of this program? You, 
I said it's got to be so off the charts and it's going to be all-encompassing. I'm sure it involves all of his off-the-field endeavors with his uh, production company and everything. Um, I said it would be a multiple of 12, and I didn't mean times no. two. I meant times three. Okay? Because times three, by the way, would be double what Romo makes. Romo apparently makes 18 a year. It's insane. Oosh. So the amount of money that Andrew Marchand, do you have that information there in front of you, Suze? I do, but I have to be like Mike. You got to put, <laughs> put on your glasses. Put the tweet up on the screen as well. There oh. it is. You Fox got- Sports will be paying Tom Brady 10 years, $375 million. Pay that man his money. <laughs> 375. Wow. Now, that I appreciate the 10 year deal because it makes the math that much easier. Yeah. You should see uh, me, Susie has a front row seat of me doing uh, math Here. homework with my eight year old sometimes and her 11 year old. Sometimes they'll be like, Can you help me with this? And my answer is, Ask your no. mother. And then you, and, and then and my you, answer is, Ask Thelma. <laughs> that's true. I would say, Ask your father. But now, you know, I'm more verbal than math. Um, that's $37.5 million, which means Price is Right oh. rules, I'm closest without going over. And I, I, I win both. You know, actually, Brady wins all the showcases right now. Yeah. Now you understand why Tom's like, okay, I'll do that. Ten years. Th- I have here in front of me. Oof. I don't know how accurate these numbers are, which, by the way, is not something somebody who reads numbers into a microphone in a nationally televised and syndicated uh, audio and uh, television show should say. But I just did. Um, the $37.5 million. Oof. Annual salary is seven million more than the five-year deal Brady signed in 2002 after winning his first Super Bowl. One year more than his first wow. contract after his rookie deal that the Patriots ripped up. Wow, that's exactly what we were saying this morning, right when we woke up and we talked about that. Yes, was that he took so many years of discounted rates? Correct. He was never the highest paid quarterback. Never. Still isn't. Is yeah. he the highest paid person on TV total? Ever? I don't know. I think some late night hosts might make more. And and I was joking. Uh, I was so, sort of semi joking. I, I I don't know what Judge Tucker Judy's Tucker like and, and t- Tucker Judy. and Hannity and Judge Judy. I mean, Judge Judy's like one of the top. I don't know. Oprah. It's he, he, be, he's up there. He could be one of. The, he's definitely in the top ten most paid. Uh, I guess, well-paid people on television, I'd imagine. I don't know what the, the late-night hosts make now. but the, um, 37 and a half? Just I mean, I think Judy makes crazy. about 47 the million. The Patriots ripped so up that five-year deal in 2005 and gave him a six-year deal that was worth 60 million. He works five days a week. Okay, which he will make in one and three-quarter years of his into his Fox deal. The richest contract he's ever had that he ever had with the Patriots was a four-year, $72 million deal in 2010. Then in 2016, he went two years, $41 million. He finally cracked $20 million a year. I mean, holy crap. He's like basically telling Fox, all those years I left the money on the table for her craft, you're making it up. That is a, a whole bunch of cheddar. Yeah, I mean, he this, beats all the late night people. We're seeing about twenty four million in twenty twenty two for Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. But then again, oh, God bless Jimmy. You never know. I know you never know. I these mean, things. you really you you look on the internet and look up how much I make a year, and I'm like, wait a minute, I did. 
<laughs> awesome. That's so great. I wish I was there to enjoy that. These numbers I'm reading, though, were reported uh, all out when his contracts were signed. When he made $25 million in a single year in 2020, his first year with the pay, with the, the Bucks. Last year with the Bucks, he made $41 million. So he's actually, that's the first year we found him taking a pay cut to do this job. And in 2022, he's on the books for only $9 million bucks, And I think he's just like, you know what? That's that's the price of him earning his freedom after this year to maybe find another team. But I think if he wins the Super Bowl and he's on Fox and the, the confetti's coming oh. down, I mean, right? I Terry's mean, up there giving him the trophy. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's definitely not retiring. Definitely not retiring? No. No, no, he's no. Not no. He gonna wants to he's not going to retire. Oh, TJ, he wants to retire on top. He was not going to retire after last year. I don't know. That well, is not an retired the last time they won. I think this no, guy's going to play until he physically cannot lace up his cleats. I'm with Susie. I don't know Tom Brady, obviously. I don't know what his agenda is, but why stop? Jay Billis is joining us at the top of the next hour. Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe still to come. Jeff Darlington on all of this in third hour. You don't think he's retired? Man, if he wins the Super Bowl on the network, that's bye about bye. to give him ten years, three three seventy five. I mean, I, I I understand love of the game, but he's not getting his ass beat. Listen. The only way that he gets his ass beat is in the press or in the blogs of people saying you stink. And he's he's By heard way, much worse playing football when he where he did not stink. On a side note, in the place that he lost the giant to the Giants. Is where the Super in Bowl Arizona? Is. In yeah. Arizona, he's his first walking. Super Bowl loss. He's walking. That's true. See ya. Just like after. Susie did after that Super Bowl. I, I, I was fully walking. pregnant. But by the way, yes. what I he's found, uh, <laughs> what I found about these anchors yes. and stuff, I find that he's kind of right now between Sean Hannity, who's two hundred twenty million, oh, and Ryan Seacrest at three hundred eighty million. Seacrest so out. Oh no, Seacrest. Brady off. kind of, and that's of he as fits of March. in there. Yeah. That's we talk secrets money. But none of them are even close to Miss Oprah. I mean, no, Oprah. Just, Oprah. And, geez, yes. That's a whole other solar system right there. TB12 times three, three. Yeah. plus another million and a half. Do you now call him TB375? Oh. Just saying. That's a mouthful. Well, he doesn't get that money until he's actually done, right? That's true. So does this money adjust for inflation? Because like I said, he's oh, not going to retire to like 2030. Is it, so is it, does it, does do it become 475? I don't like, know. I, I have a feeling the Murdochs are good for it. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, I don't, think they, I don't think Tom's asking to put it in escrow. That was just about just in case. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Will there be a storyline coming up that, is, that there's a fissure within the family on mm-hmm. succession? Because uh, you know maybe... Uh, Kendall wants to pay a retiring NFL quarterback and Siobhan doesn't agree. Or, um, she has an affair with him or, or, um, the other Tom not named Brady Wamsgans does something completely stupid and blows the deal up. What do you think of that? Because he's flirting with Shiv who won't have the baby. I like this. And then she gets pregnant and it's Tom Brady's. That's the oh line. Oh my god. That's the storyline. Mm, I don't know if Tom would I don't know if Tom would sign off on that one. It is 375 million. Oh my Oof. goodness. 10 years 375 for Tom Brady to head into a booth. Uh, I mean, there's there's no booth where that's that's everyone would go to that booth. Doesn't matter who you are.